to another episode everyone welcome to another episode of uh start to continue podcast this is episode number 28 and uh oh if only you could have heard us trying to set this mother up it's, uh, <laughs> another remote record supposed to be a 10 o'clock uh 10 p.m start it is now 10 31 due to your equipment i believe right no until you throwing curveballs at me once again as in, how about you host it this time when you never done it before? <laughs> well, I would just, I was hoping you'd have a better connection. I think I, I might, maybe I do, but uh, we'll try it next time. Maybe a little heads up, eh? Oh, yeah. It was a real shocking thing to tell you to uh, host. <clears throat> it's not like the, we couldn't uh, have tested it out today, you know, ahead of time or anything like that. No, because we already spent all day with each other. <sighs> now we're spending the night together. You are one lucky man. <laughs> so uh, looking towards this uh, episode, we're going to be talking about some video game news, some movie news, some uh, television news. Uh, Joe, you did something. You picked up some stuff. Uh, oh, yeah. so we got a pretty packed show. We haven't talked to each other in like two weeks on this thing. We've been behind the bullet big time. Right? <sighs> <laughs> and uh, as always, this is supposed to be out for listening tomorrow i don't know how that's going to happen uh, i'm gonna have to be up all night preparing it i guess hmm while you sleep soundly uh, well at least i got to get up at 7 a.m because of the kids so i think well, that's more than fair yeah i think i'll be doing that too though right yeah. whose kids are in diapers still mine <laughs> <laughs> why why <laughs> shouldn't that one kid be out of diapers by uh, now one kid is stubborn and the other one's only one so uh, I'm, glad, I'm glad you're going through that. I got to say you deserve a little bit of that. Probably, right? I I, I think I've had my fair share, man. Enough <laughs> is enough. I had a busy day tomorrow, too. Oh, do you? You can't live your Playboy lifestyle. Aren't you off for a week now? Oh, must be yep. nice. Yep. Boop. <laughs> Boop. Listen, before we get going here, I wanted to uh, do a little, I don't know, a condolence shout out for uh, to the cartridge bros. We learned on Twitter earlier this week that I think I think it was their grandmother passed away. So I just wanted to throw that out there. Condolences to the cartridge bros. Uh, as yeah, you know, as you know, they run the cartridge club, a monthly uh, video retro video game gaming club where they select a game to play for a month, and everyone jumps on board. Uh, they're doing Metroid Prime right now. Have you ever played that? I did. I did. Uh, someone lent me a copy for the Wii when the Wii came out with like uh, Metroid uh, three games in one kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't know, it didn't grab me. I, 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 I was, I, I found it almost tedious at points, so I didn't really give it that many, that much time. So mm -hmm. that's why I didn't join into this month. I'll be honest. I've only, <clears throat> I've only played the first one. So, uh, you mean the very first one? Very first one. One that started it all. Uh, I just remember like a lot of the Wii remote scanning shit. And uh, I, 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 the guys doing it now are having tons of fun. So I guess I should have, you know, let it go a little bit longer. But what system is it on again? Sorry. Well, you can get it on the Wii U. It was released on the Wii oh. and it was released on. Uh, I think everyone's playing it on GameCube, 
right now. But hmm. uh, yeah, I wanted to throw that out. I do have the GameCube. I don't have the Wii U. It's unfortunate that the Wii doesn't play any, didn't have any good games on it. The Wii? Yeah. You know, the the one that I bought for uh and and probably used it under ten times. <laughs> uh, I think that's your own fault, man. There are Fuck. some great games out there for Fuck you. You Nintendo. <laughs> uh you know that though that I'm playing that Mario Galaxy game, that's fun. All those Mario games are still fun on there. Hmm. The new Mario Brothers, the multiplayer one. Uh, you can get the Mario Brothers uh, anniversary pack that had every single Mario Brothers on there. When I was at EB the other day, um, when I popped in, when I was out running, running that errand, um, I almost picked up four games from their, uh, you know, their bins where you buy two used games for whatever, like fifteen bucks, twenty bucks. Yeah, and then I held back because I figured, eh the game cases were pretty jacked up as well. So I wasn't sure how good the discs were. Well, for what system? Uh, PS three. Oh, it's going to get like wrestle, uh, WWE 13, uh, the God of war one and two package. And then God of war three. Even oh, though I, never- I played them already, but they're fantastic games to have. And I forget what the other one was. Uh, some other nonsense game, but you know, in total, it would have ran me about you know with tax probably pushing like forty bucks, right? For games that were pretty, you know, not even new or whatever, right? Uh, you've been spending money like crazy this week, so I wouldn't put it past you. Well, I just figured I could go to Best Buy or something, right, and buy like a, you know two brand new unused games and just put them away for pretty much the same price. I'd probably be happier. My OCD is like, it's going to be the death of me. Yeah, I can see that. I can't yeah. play used games. They're used. <laughs> uh, I, I hope you can get over that. I really do. Uh, did I tell you that I actually finally completed a video game? Like how insane is that? Yeah, you did, but I forget what it was. Was it that Ocarina of Time? That's right. There hey. it is. I got back into it. I put my head down. How do you pronounce hard. it again? Ocarina. Ocarina. Zelda. I know what you're talking about. It was uh, it was wild, man. I was so proud of myself finishing a game. And I think I've been playing that sucker on and off since it was new. So for like three years. What's that poster behind you there with the Gretzky? It says, thank you, 99. Is that a newspaper clipping? Yep. I got the same uh, I got the original newspaper of it. Still folded up, put away. The whole newspaper is in that frame. Is it? That's when he was doing those final games, and like every rink was going crazy because they knew it was his last game. Yeah, well, the one I grabbed was his last one at the... He played it at home, didn't he? His last one at home anyway. That's the one I think it was on the... Uh, the front of the Toronto star that I grabbed. Yeah. I should bring those in. I got clippings going back to like, uh, <laughs> I think the 93, uh, Leafs versus St. Louis, uh, playoff series game. 1993. Not in 93. Yeah. They played St. Louis. Yeah. It was 93, 94. Cause it was the same time when the uh, Jays won the world series. Right. Well, Montreal won the Stanley Cup in 93. Yeah. Their 24th Cup. 
And that was the year the Leafs had the the controversy with the with LA. And they said uh Yeah, that was right. When Gretzky uh he cost them the <laughs> the next round in the playoffs, right? Well, yeah, they all blame they Gretzky took, they, for that. They took a penalty and then he uh he scored or got an assist or something on the on the winning goal, right? Um I don't remember it as precisely as all the Leaf fans do, but it yeah, it was didn't they take a penalty on him? Yeah, the Leafs took a penalty. And he scored. He something. He he had something else to do with it, like a, a goal or the it's part of the assist or something. Yeah, but they still had another game to, you know, try oh, to Oh, that's right. There was one more game. Yeah, at least there was one more game. So but they always blame it on that moment with uh Kerry Frazier, the official. And uh <laughs> I know Leaf fans that won't even talk about that moment in time. They're still so angry about it. Like they would have gotten any farther. Come on. That was their, that was their shining series as far as I'm concerned, man. That was good. Well, it paled in comparison to the Montreal run that year, of course. With all those overtime wins. Is it Montreal playing right now? No, they played last night. It was a crazy game one of uh first playoff series with the Ottawa Senators. Uh, my heart was exploding the whole game. There was some really terrible uh, officiating. P.K. Subban got called on a five-minute major for, for nothing. Mm. You should have been watching it. What were you doing instead of watching an all-Canada uh, playoff? Well, Jays were playing, and they were blowing out Tampa Bay. Uh, final score was like 12-7 or something. And uh, halfway through that, I got tired, and... Um, what did I watch? Oh, I watched uh, Game of Thrones. Well, uh, at least you did that. That season five premiere, right? Yeah. Geez, we're jumping all over here. Uh, you want to get into that right now? Oh, okay. So much for my game talk. I finally beat a game for the first time in 10 years, and you breeze oh, yeah, right okay. over it. All right. Let's go back to Ocarina, then we'll hit up uh, Game of Thrones. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ball's in your court. I don't know what to say about it. it was, what uh, system did you play it on? Oh, right. It was on the 3DS. And uh, that was the reason I was able to complete it, because I could take that sucker uh, wherever I went, like work. And uh, on our contractual uh, lunch hours, and only on those breaks, I would play it. Right? As you witnessed? Exactly. Yeah. So I got to put some real time in and concentrate on what I was doing. And I could remember what I was doing and the path I was taking. And I finally fought the big boss, took him down. Zelda, you don't know any of their names, right? Uh, Gangarola, Gangarotolo, uh, Schwarzenegger. And uh, I beat him and then Zelda came up and she took her top off and everything. And uh, she led me out of the castle, down this big <laughs> tower, all the way to the bottom, and the tower was crashing down. And then she and, blew uh, you. Then, well, no, because uh, out of the ashes, the bad guy rose again, right? I had to fight him one more time. This time he turned into a big kind of animal-looking thing. When the bosses do, like, um, there's been a number of games where, like, the bosses have had multiple forms at the end. Yeah. And then the well, worst what? is when the worst is when they don't uh you know you're playing and then they don't give you like any more health bonuses. 
Yeah, you're talking so, Ninja Gaiden action there. Actually, I'm, I was referring to, uh, <clears throat> well, probably the most recent one was uh, probably one of the first games I got for the PS3 called Heavenly Sword. I think I made it to, it's like a hack and slash game, which uh, I should probably bring that up with uh, Kevin from Buried at Mars. Um, uh, but the final boss is where I made it to. And I think he has three different forms at the end. And I could only make it to the second one because there's you use up. You only got that one run of life to beat him three times. <laughs> you know, yeah. that kind of style. Well, I got to tell you, this Zelda game was very generous with uh, health. You could easily stay alive as long as you want. And I had like three fairies in jars. So as soon as you died, a fairy would come out and revive you. Oh. And you're fighting the end guy. So you've you got your full load of hearts. So it, that's what made it so fun. I didn't have, there was no frustration. It was just have fun and start slashing away. You were playing it on easy, weren't you? Uh, who knows? It could have been. I don't, I don't know if there is an easy, but. I don't know. I finally took him down. You're supposed to like roll in between his legs and slash at his tail. And uh, yeah, took him down. Then Zelda came over and blew me. And uh, I took some pictures of it. Uh, one of it is the artwork for this episode and felt like uh, like a teenager all over again. I felt like what uh, Buried on Mars must feel like once a no. week as he beats a game. Your next mission, should you choose to accept, is to play a real game on a real game system. You know, I, I'm enjoying the 3DS again because I can, I can take it places and concentrate on it. That's cool. I understand. Whereas time, I time I, to uh, play with the big boys now. What do you want me to play? Get, what's that back. line in the What's that line in the Godfather that you always forget? <laughs> I always forget. Can time I to act like a man. Yeah, you can act like a man. <laughs> well it's yeah it just always is a big deal to turn on the 360 and uh get everything going because it's hooked up to the projector yeah, i know you gotta play in your fucking big screen projector and all yeah. this nonsense the surround sound gets going and i get scared and you know if anyone comes up behind me i get jump out of the chair it's 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 very stressful so but yeah i should get some more time in there for that um Speaking of games, mm. and you brought up the EB Games. I think their parent company is GameStop, right? In the States, yeah. So Game GameStop is now, uh, they announced they're going to get into the retro gaming business because it's so hot right now, I guess. And then a couple cities, they are getting, uh, they're going to take in games and sell them. Now, some collectors are what upset. Do you mean a couple cities? And some collectors are way happy. I think it's only about four cities. They're they're, you know, pilot project thing. This oh. seems a little strange. They haven't tried this sooner. I don't, uh, you know, what unless they thought it was only profitable just to take in like the most recent games because that's what you know people were playing, right? Yeah, but if, you follow, if you follow the trend on at least on eBay, probably for the last five years minimum, you know. How could you not tell that there was a business or a market for, you know, older style retro games, if you want to call them that, you know, cartridge based or whatever. It's buy them well, super cheap and sell them for double the price. What, what's, how do you, how do you get better business than that? Well, they woke up apparently and they're going to 
jump into the market. So what do you think this is going to do to it? Is it going to crash the market like baseball cards and the, you know what I, as much as, uh, Actually, you know what? I don't really care. I hope it does crash the market because that way I could buy some games. Well, you're talking like a gamer. But it's hard to, to say games. because it's... Um, I don't know if it would really affect if it would really affect eBay, right? It wouldn't be an instantaneous crash if it did. But, uh, you know, the sad if, thing is people are willing... People... If people want something, they'd probably they'd be willing to pay for it, right? Even if it was high uh, overpriced, which tends to be the case, you know, currently on eBay, right? Well, they will definitely overprice things in the beginning, but it will all be supply and demand. So, if they flood the market with carts, then the price will go down, which will infuriate. Did they say that right? Nope. <laughs> Which I know will drive, saying, drive the collectors who hoard an expensive collection, you know, and love it for their uh, monetary value. It'll drive them crazy. Yeah, but you can't call those people collectors. Well, what are hoarders? What What do you no, want to call them? Collector is someone who buys it, not for not for a monetary gain, but just for the fact that they love the games, right? Those guys are just. Man, a small little, uh, I don't know, businesses, for lack of a better term, right? Yeah, I guess so. I, I, no, but what does someone do? What If they go into EB Games and say, like, okay, I'm looking at my cartridge games right now. Um, you know, why would you sell a game to them that you know just is going on eBay for like a hundred dollars, and then they offer you like twenty dollars for it, if that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I if you I know want people, the quick some, cash. Well, if you got a uh, you know forty carts or something, you just want to flip and get some quick cash. You might take it to GameStop. They'll pay you fifty cents a cart and sell it for fifty dollars. In the beginning, then their inventory is just going to be flooded. Remember, like Blockbuster was when they started taking in movies. When they got uh, in the movie trade, you know what? No, I don't remember that. They started taking, giving trade in for uh, movies, and suddenly they just had a crazy inventory that they couldn't move. Just when so did they many do movies. that through the end. Yeah, yeah, and their last. Two or three years. Oh, that's bad business. Yeah, well, there was a short time where everyone was buying movies. So that's when they got into it. But then it flipped so quickly. Because movies got so cheap. New movies got so cheap. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I think GameStop will do this long enough while the market's hot. And then they'll get out of it just as quickly, I bet. I can't see them keeping shelves full of, you know, common carts taking up shelf space. Yeah. Hmm. But uh, back to the 3DS, uh, it just was released. Um, I'll be playing it more because uh, Nintendo's kind of getting in bed with Sega. Sega's uh, had some hard times. 
and there's talk that Nintendo's just going to buy Sega outright. I don't know if that's happened altogether, but the big headline I came across was that uh, three big Sega Genesis games are coming to the 3DS. Um, Streets of Rage 2, which I can't wait. It's going to be remastered, hmm. and it'll be available on the 3DS. And uh, hmm, what up? Gunstar Heroes. Nope, never played and, that one either. Uh, shit, what was the other one? Oh, Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Like, oh. like, those are the jewels of the Sega collection, probably. And you'll you'll be able to get them for like six bucks each as a download on the 3DS. Is that enough to get you involved in one? No. Nope. Oh. I, I I don't I don't uh, I don't subscribe to the downloading policy. I need a physical copy, even for a handheld. Like, come on, man! I just wouldn't even bother. Can't, don't you have yours cracked yet? Are those DSs cracked where you can uh, download all the games onto like a micro card? Is that possible? Yeah. Why Except haven't you done that yet? Well, I have on my regular DS. I have it on my 3DS. Oh. Well, that's what I mean. Why haven't you done... Can you do that for your 3DS? Yeah, you can. Although, uh, I, I don't believe they've cracked 3D games yet. Hmm. But all regular games are fair game. I don't mind supporting the company for $6 for Streets of Rage 2. Like, is that too much to ask? Remastered version? Come on, Joe. Well, do it, and I'll, I'll show me what it's like, and I'll give you my opinion. And they're oh. going to be remastered in 3D, apparently. We were I, I have the original 3DS, and its 3D is certainly not... Uh, it's fine when your head is perfectly still and you're zeroed in on it, but if you do any movement, you're, you lose the 3D effect pretty quickly. Oh. I guess they uh, perfected the technique in the latest... 3ds but i can't keep buying 3ds's just because this one's got to die mm. so yeah i'm just still not happy with the whole downloading of the the process it's like that uh that game we were looking at today on the uh, playstation 4 uh shit i forget what it was called but it was like a There's a version of sort of like Metroid. Remember what it was yeah. called? Axiom. Yeah. Axiom, Axiom. Some, something. Yeah. But that was that was strictly a download copy, right? It seemed like it. Yeah. I imagine. It just looked pretty normal. Oh, that just bothers me. I, I hate I, I hope really hope they don't stray stray away from this for like the newer systems or for the future, right? Have you been a big fan of the Mortal Kombat in the past? Uh, to be honest with you, I've only really played like the early versions of it. It's fun for like, you know, if you want to kill some time, you got some people over for a party or, you know, you want to play for like a, you know, 10, 15 minutes. But uh, those games really don't hold it, hold it for me. Yeah, I had it played a big time for the Sega Genesis. Uh, I guess it would have been Mortal Kombat 2. 
and I had a six button controller and you'd have a certain set of buddies who knew how to play and had the magazine that told you all of the moves and uh, the finishing moves. And that was loads of fun. But now uh, Mortal Kombat X has come out for the next generation. Have you seen the Viz on it? No. It's pretty crazy. Crazy. People are saying, uh, well, they, they've always said this about Mortal Kombat, but they're saying it might, might just finally be too violent. Too gory. Well, I've seen the commercials on TV for it, but they, that doesn't show much. Oh, what's that? What do you mean? I heard you knock something over. Oh, no, I just hit my desk. Um, yeah, the commercials on TV don't show much. No, if you check out some uh, gameplay on the internet, and a lot of people are posting like frame grabs and shit of it. Mm. So it's pretty Speaking wild. of gameplay on the internet, though, um, holy crap, big yawn. Uh, what did we check out yesterday? What game was it again? We saw the uh, demo or trailer version for the new rock band. Oh, oh no, uh, Guitar Hero, sorry. Guitar yeah, Hero. Guitar Hero. And that looked pretty cool. It did. Uh, Especially since uh, last week. Last week or the week before, um, was at a friend's house for a birthday party and there's like four of us. So we busted out uh, rock band for the, for me anyway, it was the first time I played it probably in like years. I forgot how fun that was. Which one was it? Three or? Yep. Rock band three, the one that's hard to find. Apparently I find that hard to believe that's hard to find. I have one right here. I'm looking at it. You got rock band three. Yep. For Xbox. Yeah. And no one wants that one. Oh, oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. So you were uh, belting out the tunes, I take it. You jumped right on the mic. Uh, well, we took turns. Two songs on the mic, and then uh, you rotate. I suck was balls it, on the mic. Was it full instruments, like guitars and drums? Yeah, guitar, bass, and drums. Ooh, that's, yeah, that's good. that's good times. That's what made it so popular. You get a band together, it just can't be beat. Yeah, I'm happy just playing on the guitar. I don't want to do anything else. Well, they showed off the new guitar, and they did away with the fourth button, the pinky button. The fifth button? Uh, yeah, I guess. Five buttons. Shit. Yeah, you're right. I've, so got, five, really... I've got five fingers. <laughs> yeah, they really did away with... Uh, the two last buttons, because now it's two rows of three instead of the five buttons. What? Because people were complaining about having to use their pinky. What, so in real life? Yeah. So now you have two rows of three buttons, and they, they're hoping, I guess, it will simulate chords a little bit better, but I think that will muck up the real actual guitar players more than, you know, before it was complete fakery playing on these plastic guitars with these buttons because it had no relevance to a real guitar but now if you're half-ass simulating chords i think it's really going to screw up actual guitar players if it gets in their head too much you know what i mean yeah because you're not even doing real chords so <sighs> why would they do that now why get rid of the pinky that doesn't make any sense that was the chief complaint apparently was as soon as it that pinky was thrown in, so a lot of people couldn't get past medium for difficulty. 
So they revamped the, the controller to do this. Now, original report said you'd be able to use your old peripherals. So I don't know how that's going to work. Yeah, how would that work now then? I bet you they're reneging on that. So, but I, I really like the uh, visuals they set up where it's all fr uh, first person. Called? First person. It's like all those pornos you watch. What? Uh, POV. First person? Yeah, first person. <laughs> For the third time? First person point of view. So you're you're looking out at the crowd, and the crowd is giving you feedback immediately to your playing. And you're looking at your bandmates, and I guess every song was shot differently in uh, two different ways, good or bad, to yeah. support the game. Like, it just looks amazing. And your uh, that and surround sound and everything. Oof. And you have the option now of uh, it seems like most of it will be uh, played online where you can like you know challenge other people and you know see who's got the highest score on the network, you know, that kind of style. I guess there's gonna be a button right on the guitar. So you hit a button and it automatically takes you to this guitar hero tv channel that plays 24 hours a day you can't control what tracks are being played you just jump in and start playing really eh? and it won't be an additional cost it'll just always be going great idea yeah, that's kind of cool i bet you though like guys like me who are too cheap and don't have xbox gold i bet you that won't work for us though what do you mean gold that's the next one or is that the uh well if you is that the online package? Yeah, if you want to play against other people on Xbox, you gotta have the gold package, which mm -hmm. I'm too cheap to buy. So mm -hmm. and I don't want to play with people. Oh I'd like to play with people I know. That's about it. Yeah. Yep. That's different. Because I did the old uh last thing I played online was um what was it the last Grand Theft Auto that came out number five or whatever it's called on the in PlayStation Three? Yeah, that's and, right. Uh, there's some real right fucking there. there's some dildos out there on on the online community, man. Yeah, that's to to put it lightly. But uh, you know the guys that pump hours and hours in and they find the cheats, though yeah. they uh, though they did crack down on the cheats pretty quick for Grand Theft, so that wasn't too bad. I was playing once and um, uh, you know everything is obviously monetary based so I'm just driving around and then I run into some guy and all of a sudden I've got four million dollars in my bank account out of nowhere <laughs> so some guy had it cracked where he could run around giving people tons of money right oh and, uh, so I was buying like I bought like all these apartments I bought all these different cars stored them up and then like a couple weeks later um, the company that runs it, uh, Rockstar, uh, sent out a message saying anyone, uh, found cheating will be kicked off and anyone who has, uh, done like a money cheat kind of thing is going to have all the money taken away from them and kicked off as well. But because it was given to me, all they took was my money and I got to keep everything that I bought previously up to that point. Cause you know, I was buying cars that were like, you know, 
million, $2 million, this and that, right? Stuff I could never, it would take me forever to save up and afford on the online way. Yeah, I remember when they did that crackdown. It, it was like a, a well-known cheat or something that a lot of people were doing. And then they just took it all away one day. Good on them. But like me, I'll try a first-person shooter or something and get spawned in some world, and you're just, okay, where am I here? Let me see. Okay, I got my gun. Oh, I'm dead. And then you get the and spawn again. Okay, what do I got? Okay, I got my gun. Let's go. Oh, dead. Yep. People are just sitting there waiting for you. This sniper shot to the head. Yeah. You, so what's what's the fun? I like exploring. I like looking around and stuff. That's not the not the kind of game that's no, there for you're me. The, you're the old man on the game system. <laughs> that's right. Walking. I want to. I want to have a cane. I want to poke at stuff, or at rocks, and you know, look around corners and take it easy. Jeez. Oh, um, but I guess. While we're uh, still talking about this guitar theme or game theme, you want to talk about what I went out and picked up the other day? Yeah, please do. Mm. Again, you shocked me because you spent money. What do you mean? I told you I was going to pick it up. Is yeah, another, I couldn't believe it. But it's just another reason for me to actually pull out what I was going to do and, and use it more often. You can take that any way you want. But... Um, <laughs> It's late I went and uh, went out and finally picked up, even though I only found out about it just recently. I got the iRig 2 uh, device where you can plug your guitar uh, into this iRig component, which then plugs into your tablet. And um, you then download apps, where, which provides you know simula simulations of different pedals, different amps you can use, recording device. So, um, and I picked up a guitar stand, which I just put together tonight. My guitar is out. And, um, yeah. Well, I can't see that bad boy. No, you can't. Yeah. Oh, man. I want to see it. It's nothing special, man. Yeah, right. I, I'm, I'm excited because I've been waiting forever for the iRig to finally uh, be available for Android. And it finally is with the iRig 2. Although it appears from the box you showed me, there's only one app on Android that'll work with it, whereas the iPhone has like lots of apps that work. Who wins again? <sighs> At least they're finally including Android now. So when I borrow that from you, I'll be able to put that through its paces a little bit. So anyway, guys, stay tuned. I'm going to do a video unboxing of it and a video setup, I guess. And, uh, and uh, I guess we'll post that on our site as well. You Could mean I, you're going to provide content? Joe is? I provided my first content today. <laughs> Non-video, of course, but uh, yeah, man. We'll see. I got to wait for proper lighting, though. I don't have good lighting where I am right now. Uh, you're lit fine. No, but I mean on my uh, <clears throat> my recording device. Do like an unboxing or, or setup, right? You know, uh, my camera, my camera. No, I think you're good to go. You take those still photos; they're pretty br bright. Yeah, but that's light. different when you you need uh, you need better lighting when you're shooting video. The stills yeah. you can compensate with. It's just an unboxing. You know, gotta be done right. Are you going to appear in it? 
my hands will appear in it. <laughs> what? When do we start appearing in videos? When there's demand for it. Do you want to unveil the the next? Uh, well, it's it's really not a contest because nobody wins, in my opinion. But uh, the idea for a contest. What do you mean? What contest? The contest. I'm thinking it, it get the word out when we hit 100 followers or 100 subscribers, whichever comes first. Isn't that the same thing? Uh, we will appear on camera. Hmm. <laughs> see, see what I mean? Nobody wins. <laughs> and you will take your shirt off, obviously. Uh, we're going to need some more followers than just a hundred. <laughs> really? You're working out every day. That's for the reason, isn't it? How about we have a, we should have a giveaway. Do you have anything to give away? No, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, the viewers got to know I'm talking to a male Adonis right here. He is oh it's, my God. Uh, something else. Like the viewers got to see you. So get the word out. Get us to 100. I promise you, we will appear in videos. And uh, well, then you got to do you got to do a post of that to let people know. Well, yeah, okay, sure, I'll try on stcpod.com. Yeah, we got our own website now. What about oh, yeah. that? No, we just changed our name. The content's yeah, still the same. Notice there's no blogspot business in there. It's yeah. just stcpod.com. Bam. Easy. And then Joe will be on that shirt off, head ablazing in the sun, uh, guitar strapped on. I'll just be wearing the guitar. That's what you're saying. Wow. See? See what you get for 100 followers? Like, come on. Because quite frankly, I got uh, some videos I want to pump out. I don't know how to do it without appearing on camera. There's only so much I can do with my hands. Like, I can't block myself out any further. But I really don't want to be on camera. I know uh, Joe secretly does. So this would be a good push. 100 mm. followers. Joe appears naked on camera. Easy. Let's just appear on camera first, and then we can take it further, okay? <laughs> Actually, it'd be great uh, if we, uh, you know, we do this podcast and then we put out a quick video immediately saying what happened on it as a teaser and away it goes. But until we get that 100 followers, we'll still do that video, but you will only see our crotches. <laughs> Why were you looking at me, man? I'm waiting for you to talk. Uh, is, is a crotch video shot still a win-win situation? Yeah, I think it's better for the viewers. Uh, Anyways, that'll right. be fun. We'll figure it out. <laughs> uh, oh, and one more thing. We were watching a good uh, video thing today of... Uh, I'm sure most of you in the video game industry are familiar with uh, uh, Mike Matei from uh, the Cinemasker website, you know, the angry video game nerd. It says, uh, Motherfucker Mike. 
Yep. Uh, we watched a great video today. I think he posted it within the last few days, but it should be one of his latest ones where uh, he did a detailed video shoot of his entire video game systems uh, setup and how he has it wired to his TV and how he does his recordings and whatnot. So if you a couple got, weeks. Yeah, if you got like 20 minutes to spare, go to um, Cinemassacre on YouTube and should be one of the newest videos on there by uh, Mike. But you know what? I think since then he's actually redone his system because uh, like viewers tipped him off to way better switches out there. He's daisy chaining like three switches together, which, uh, you know, it's got to have signal degradation. Did I say that word right? Oh, boy. Yep. Take you back to school, son. <laughs> so really with, with an F-type connector, you could lose up to 50% uh, 50% quality just in one How connection. How do you know that? Are you qualified to throw that kind of I am qualified. Out? Yep, I am qualified. I don't know that nonsense. I've, you know... Uh, Says so the guy it. playing a Nintendo 3DS. <laughs> well, I don't know what that's supposed to mean, but we do have technical uh, experience behind this. And uh, I remember talking to an engineer about this before when I was trying to set something up and an RCA connector, which I believe is called an F connector, can lose that much signal strength in one single connection. So daisy chaining three switches together. Um get kind of dicey and then i it went into his main hub and then i imagine his tv up converted the whole thing they, they still look good like don't get me wrong just, I, I would love that setup but i think the way your was it your brother's going with the frame meister and the rgb and all that jazz is well he's got the frame meister but he's just doing the, the single setup from whatever game system he's playing to his uh tv right so that's completely different. He's not doing, uh, you know, he's not recording what he's playing or this or that, right? It's just straight, straight uh, direct connection. But uh, it was certainly impressive, you know. I was, all I could think of is I'll never have that amount of games that he'll ha that he has. He's he's just one system though, right? What is he just one system? Is that what you said? He collects my, for one system. Oh, my brother? Um, yeah. No, he's got... Uh, oh, I can pull it up right here. Quick well, uh, Phil, for, Phil for two seconds. I wasn't really that interested. Well, I'm telling you anyway, no. <laughs> I got it right here. Relax, man. Uh, well, certainly uh, the 8-bit Nintendo... And uh, some Super Nintendo. Actually, quite a bit of Super Nintendo. And uh, I want to say play some some version of PlayStation as well, but that's about it. Certainly, uh, majority of it's cartridge-based anyway, so. And uh, it, for him, it was the SNES went into the Frame Meister. Super Nintendo, yeah. Yeah. Man, maybe we should get him on the show. I'm just looking at his games right now. He's got some nice ones. I'd like to see some uh, video of, of what that looks like coming out, too. Uh, yeah, I'll have to get over there one day and uh, 
maybe try and do like a video shoot or something of his setup. See if he goes for it. Yeah, we really have to boost our uh, YouTube content. Start. Uh, we really like to direct you guys, meaning you listeners, there uh, for majority of our, our item, majority of our items there. You want them to go there or the website? The website is fine. Well, both. Yeah, subscribe to YouTube, but you know the website will point and will draw from it as well. Which I got to say, I upgraded a graphics package to our website, which everyone's very excited about. Right? Uh, they're excited, except for the main banner, which has uh, six six agreements with me that it sucks balls. <laughs> I think it's it's extremely creative no, and it's not. It is so multi-layered and uh, the textures of it, uh, it just rocks. We have a poll up on the website, and it's up for I think two more days. Vote for yes to keep the banner, and uh, Joe will buy me yet another big breakfast, or uh, vote no to side with the curmudgeon over there. Who doesn't like change? And we can finally get ourselves a nice new banner on there. Wouldn't that be nice? Right. A more relevant one, perhaps? Uh, it's This is very... I don't know what your problem is with it. It's so cool. It's, you know, like I said, it's got all these colors. And yeah, it's just wonderful. Tell people what it actually is. No, how about this? If anyone can figure out where that photo is sourced from, uh, they'll win a prize. Big breakfast from you. No one will get it because it is nice and obscure, but uh, still very relevant. And once you do know what it is, you go, oh, fuck, that's so cool. Man, I love these guys. So go to the website, and the poll is right there on the right column. Take you two seconds. Click yes. Mm. <laughs> They're going to be so disappointed when they find out what you put up. All right, on to uh, new things. I'm getting bored of that nonsense. Oh, we've been fighting about it all week. I'm surprised you're bored now. You're stubborn, man. Uh, okay, it changes all the time, anyway. I don't know why you're getting so excited. Switch. <laughs> okay. As executive producer, I switch topics. Do you have one? Um. Yeah, I got three topics I came across. <laughs> Um, this is more movie related. Well, the first one's movie related, and uh, you probably appreciate this because you're into uh, old time movies. This one's uh, fairly old. Blade Runner. Ryan Gosling, one of your favorite actors. That's one of your dudes. Um, he's in talks to star in the suite in the sequel to Blade Runner. Which is directed by Dennis Villeneuve. Harrison Ford is going to co-star as Rick Deckard. Uh, that's the character that he portrayed in the original movie. Hampton Fancher is co-writer of the original. Um, has written with someone else the original screenplay. Um, based on an idea by Ridley Scott, who is also going to executive produce this new film takes place several decades after the conclusion of the 1982 original, which centered on a man 
played by Harrison Ford, working as a police operative who was tasked with chasing down machines called replicants. And they're going to start shooting in 2016. I thought uh, Scott was going to direct it. Nope. And uh, Alcon Entertainment, which acquired the rights to the Blade Runner in 2011, uh, has intentions of making both a uh, prequel and a sequel. Oh, yeah, that could be. You know, I'm not one of these guys that was desperately in love with Blade Runner. Like, uh, not when I first saw it. Uh, me neither. But um, you know, since I've seen it multiple times since, it's certainly grown on me. It's a uh, it's one of those uh, nice late night weekend movies that that if if it's on, I always seem to tune into it and stay on it for a little bit. Um, yeah, I think that's, it takes focus. You got to stick with that movie. You got oh, to invest your time. Yeah. And I brought this up as well because, uh, the Harrison Ford, um, you and I saw a trailer today. Yeah. I thought this was going to be a top <laughs> story today. I can't believe we're burying it near the end. You're right, man. Take the lead on this one. Cause you well, forced me to watch it, even though I wanted nothing to see of it. Listen, and you just happen to be wearing a, a t-shirt right now. That's uh that's uh yeah. Bust out your chest muscles. <laughs> Puff that chest up some more. Got some Darth action on there. Well, we, uh, I, then the latest trailer for star Wars came out and you know, me and you, we don't like to uh, see too much of uh, the movies we're excited for before they're released. Because it gets blown for us. We're almost tired of it already. I've seen so much. So you were really reluctant for me to push play on this trailer, but we're going to get this viz thrown in our face like constantly every day for the next however long until the movie comes out. Mm -hmm. So uh, we push play on it. We only watched it once. Once. That's it. Once. It'll only be once. Oh, and because we know we're going to see it a million other times. Well, that's true, but it was force-fed to us. It was. Uh, it, I was really excited by it. Yeah, it was actually pretty decent. Um, and I, I was seeing the trailer. Harrison Ford made a cameo. It appearance. Sorry, I thought it got really weird when you put my hand on your penis. But other than that, I was like, "Oh, Bill, I'm getting hard." There was some great visuals. That visual of the uh, what was a star destroyer or uh, yeah, Imperial star destroyer crashed, crashed. crashed uh, landed into uh, whatever desert planet they were on. Yeah, that it just looked amazing, and the explorer in me wanted to just go walk around the crashed star destroyer. Of course, I, I mean, think how come that thing hasn't been picked clean yet? <laughs> yeah, well, surely there's some copper in there we can take out. Yeah, and. Uh, we're hearing Mark Hamill through the whole thing. And uh, there, there's constant nods to the first three movies, just in the visuals. Um, it's just so well done for a, for a small see, uh, Darth Vader's uh, skull inside the remnants of his helmet. Did, did you see skull in there? Yeah, that was the skull. I might've missed skull that. And you know, the triangle I'm looking at your shirt. You know, his little triangle uh, mouthpiece that he has where the mouth is? Yeah. There's like half of it still remaining uh, over the skull. Oh, I didn't even you know, like that. They, remember how they burnt him at the end of uh, Return of the Jedi? I'm assuming these were the remains of that. 
yeah, I, I, you know, I got the melted helmet and all that, but I didn't see the bone fragments. That was cool. Then the Millennium Falcon makes an appearance, and oh, they're gonna milk the shit out of that. Then you hear Chewie, and then you actually get to see old Han Solo. Uh, pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty impressive. Yeah. Did Carrie Fisher make an appearance in that trailer? Like, I don't think I caught her. Um, no, I don't think she did. They talked about her. Yep. But that was it. We saw it once. So impressions only. And hopefully we don't get bombarded with more. Because I want to be surprised when I see this movie. Which is funny, though, because I have read a couple of... Um, you know how they've been releasing like uh, continual Star Wars books to read. You know different storylines from, yeah. from that universe with characters, you know, original and new and whatever, right? The the couple that I did read actually did involve um, uh, Leia had twins, right? Okay. In these yeah. books, anyway, and that's what this movie is taking place around as well, right? Didn't they throw out all that novelization? No, um, not sure. Hmm. Yeah, I thought that was part of the deal. They would throw away all canon, not cinematic, and start fresh. But I didn't. I didn't read much of the books anyway, so it's all going to be fresh for hmm. me. Are you going to go to the theater to see this? Yeah, I'll have to, man. You will. Just like Interstellar? No, that's different. I'm not going to go right away, though, because then all the crazies are going to be there. And I won't enjoy the movie. Yeah. Uh, well, got to give it a couple of weeks to die down at least, right? You know, I've done that maneuver, too, with big movies. I remember Lord of the Rings letting that die down for a good four weeks when I finally went and saw it. And there was jerk-offs all around me quoting lines of the film as it played out because they've been there to watch it every single day since it was released. Oh, really? You would have pulled out that M16 in your trunk of your car and walked back in there and... Oh, it was so maddening. So maddening. Hey, man, you gotta love nerds. Oh, here comes Shadow Facts. What the fuck? Really, dude? Oh, my God. Full on, full on nerds. All right, well, maybe we'll have to go see it early. Who knows? That's what I mean. There's no, there's no good way to see these movies with these kind of people. That's and I don't right. want to hold off uh, too long because... I uh, just saw Guardians of the Galaxy as an example for the first time uh, last week. And unfortunately, I wasn't impressed by it. I think I it was all the hype, all the buildup, you know. I guess I had this mental image of how great I was hearing it was and how great I wanted it to be. And, um, you know, it was just okay. And I've seen it twice now in two weeks. <laughs> You're sure you were awake the whole time? Yes. Well, the first time I passed out halfway through it, so that tells you something. And then the second time I watched all of it again. Dude, you would pass out in the middle of an earthquake. I've got two kids, man. I'm tired all the time. <laughs> I it you told me this earlier, and I'm still shocked that you know you weren't impressed at all with the uh, Guardians. I, 
I don't know. It was just well, great was storytelling. I don't know. Visually, it was fine. It's just, um, I think too many characters pushed on you too fast all at once. Um, you know, it was what a two hour and something movie. And it still seemed like it was rammed with too much coincidence and everything finished super fast. Right. I think they should have made that like a, they could have made it a two parter if they wanted to, to be honest with you. Too much coincidence. Who are you? Is this a bit of me rubbing off on you? I'm talking Bill talk right now. If I could accept it all at face value, like, come on. Yeah. Well, that's crazy, man. Then why can't you accept cars jumping from building to building? <laughs> a la fast or a la furious seven. Your furious seven movie is steamrolling it at the box office, which in its second weekend, uh, has taken $800 million at the worldwide box office. And, worldwide. and already is overtaking the entire global run of Fast and Furious 6, which up until Furious 7 was the most successful movie of the franchise. 6 was. 6, six was, yep. I can't explain it. I, I don't get a million dollars in its second weekend worldwide. Like that's got to be people seeing it multiple times as well. Probably, but it's hitting all the markets too, right? Like, um, yeah, I don't have the Chinese information, but their box office, uh, uh, bah, bah, bah. Oh, here it is here. Uh, 68 million for the biggest single day in Chinese movie history last week. Week. <laughs> you went out digital. Uh, you've been going digital for the last 10 minutes here. Oh. Yeah. I didn't say anything because I'm trying to be professional. Um, <laughs> but anyway, um, they're saying it could surpass the record-breaking $310 million earned by Transformers Age of Extinction in summer 2014. And that's just for China alone. And then I found this funny. The movie also made the record books in Russia, getting, oh, the widest, right. getting the widest release ever and grossing $15 million for the biggest four-day opening of all time in Russia. Yeah, that equaled like something, what, 2 billion rubles or something. I guess, man. That's it like, was an insane number. Why did the Chinese and the Russians care about this movie? Uh, well, the Chinese went crazy for the Transformers one because a lot of it was shot in China, right? Uh, China, Japan, I'm not sure, or maybe both. I forget exactly which, but, um, and it was Transformers. But um, I can only take that they're big on this Furious movie. One, because of, uh, uh, well, they've... They've one of the previous ones. I think it was uh, Fast and Furious three or something when they went that to China. Drift shit. Yeah, the drifting drift. one, right? Tokyo Drift. Tokyo Drift. That's it. Not not in China. Japan. <laughs> or whatever. Same same. Easy continent. now. Shit. Fuck easy now. Same <laughs> continent, bitch. <laughs> 
Um, they're just big into the cars like that, man. I don't know. What the fuck? Who knows? They got tons of money to spend. What else do they got to do? Did you go see it and not tell me? Because you're embarrassed. Uh, Furious 6? No, I saw that on TV. No, 7. This last one. No, I haven't seen it yet. You didn't go? Because I know you snuck out for the last Transformers and tried not to tell me. I, I, I wouldn't put it past you to try it out with this one as well. Uh, yeah, the last Transformers was extremely disappointing. That will not be happening again. <laughs> that had to be... Anyway, I thought that was cool. So disappointing for you. Before this movie's done, it's going to be over a billion dollars. So what is next? Like Here's they won't eight. they won't let that franchise finish, right? Nope. If it's that big of a money maker. Even nope. though the cast is like saying goodbyes and everything. It's gonna get its own uh, are, universe, are, right? Are they saying goodbye? Aren't they? That's the gist. I I don't I don't know. I can't believe I'm putting this much thought into well, it. I think it's big because of also Paul Walker's death, right? Yeah, who cares though, really? So if I, they really wanted to go out on a high, this would be the one to go out. But you know, you get a studio executives. Uh, you know, even if they made four hundred million for the next one, well, you know, I it's a failure money wise compared to number seven. But uh, you know, you can't complain about four hundred million dollars, right? I did hear grumblings that they will have their own universe and there will be a crossover with your transformers. Did you hear that one? No. I'm making this up. No, I'm not. I heard that somewhere. Hmm. Inside info. Uh, what a juggernaut that would be. Mm, I don't know, man. We'll see. We'll see who's going to be doing the next. I don't remember if Michael Bay's doing the next Transformers movie or not. Or if he's calling it quits. God help us. I hope he is. <clears throat> Take that, Michael Bay. <laughs> you wreck Can everything we, you uh, touch. Because I made it part of our artwork for this episode, which I had to pre-release because we were so behind the gun here. Can we talk about uh, the Game of Thrones for a little bit? Yep. I'll give you five minutes. You'll give me five minutes. Well, of course, it's all great and all that stuff. But it, the interesting thing was that the first, what was it, five episodes got leaked before the premiere online. Did yeah. Did they get pulled after? Mm. Is it too late and they're out there now? Oh, yeah. It's way too late. Uh, they are going after the whatever download torrent site it was. But the interesting thing is they still got the best ratings they ever, ever got despite it being leaked online. So it doesn't matter to me. I'm not downloading it. Well, yeah, it's a good case for, um, you know, everyone talks about downloads and whatnot, but I'm in the end, it really that. doesn't affect the viewership. Uh, HBO still has that. Like, I think their numbers were 18 million. I'm just throwing that out, but I think that's what it was. And HBO subscriptions. That's what kind of money is that? That's crazy. Oh. So good on them to create such a great product that even despite the leak, they uh, still have their loyal viewers tuning in. Anyways, when I uh, we were working the day it came on, so I had to leave it up to my PVR to record, and I got home. It turned out there was a conflict 
there was a PVR face-off. And for some reason, uh, MasterChef Canada beat Game of Thrones on the PVR. So <laughs> that was interesting. That, oh, and sorry, I forgot. MasterChef Canada and from Disney XD, Austin and Alley, a TV show for my daughter was mm. being recorded. Sweet. Yeah, Sweet there's some good priorities. I stayed up and watched the later feed. First day. Well, anyway. Why don't you just record it instead of staying up? Because uh, I wanted to get it in me, get it in uh, me fast and hard and long. I watched mine the second day, and uh, you know what? I don't know what it is with that show. I like it, but to actually physically force myself to sit down and hit play on that PVR takes everything I've got. You know what I mean? before with this show but not lately not the last couple seasons i'm raring to go boardwalk empire i was the same thing it's just like and then after i hit play and i start watching i'm like oh yeah this is great i forgot how good it was but just that initial like oh do i want to sit down and watch this now it's not like i gotta do it it's just i i do it out of necessity not out of you know if i don't do it right away i'll die kind of thing well, but you'll jump right into Vampire Diaries like nothing. Yeah, I think that's done now. Now that, that uh, Nina Dobrev is leaving after this season. And we're not we're not really going to talk about Vampire Diaries. I'm probably going to stop watching that. But uh, speaking of... Uh, no, Trones. We're on the Trones. Oh, we're still going? Okay. Yeah, you didn't say what you thought. What you thought yeah, of the episode. Um... This, uh, I'm just trying to go through my head. Uh, that blonde, the big blonde, uh, warrior lady who's trying to get, uh, Sansi back. Mm. Yeah. I anyway. don't really care much about her at the moment. Uh, the main drama around this episode seemed to focus around, um, uh, the wall. And, uh, and uh, that Stark, oh, the bastard son, I guess, trying to, uh, they need him to recruit the army. Before, yeah, they. Before winter comes, for lack of a better term. Yeah, they need the wildlings now to join up to help fight the, the White Walker army. Right. Which, uh, I I forgot, was... which I forgot was even coming still. <laughs> yeah, because... Yeah, we don't get to see it much. We've barely seen them. There's, I've heard quite a bit of grumblings about this episode. People aren't aren't up because there wasn't a lot of action happening. But I mean, come on, we got to start somewhere. <laughs> you know, there can't be explosions in the first minute. Well, we started off with, uh, well, actually, no, we didn't. This, the, we started off first with. Uh, uh, shit, what's his name? Peter Dinklage popping out of a wooden crate that he's been in for weeks or whatever amount of time and took the cross the water there, right? In the boat? Yeah, pushing his shit out of holes. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> he was looking pretty grizzled, but uh, I'm really interested in what, in what the next uh, 
direction they take his character. And then uh, Mother of Dragons. Uh, sounds like she's lost one of her dragons. One of the... She had the three. She locked up two. Right? Yep. There's one loose. Right? Yeah. There's three of them, right? Yep. Yeah, they were getting wild. So and now this, this one that she kept loose has now flown away somewhere. Yeah. And they don't know if he's going to come back. So she goes into uh, the crypt where she locked up the, the two other ones just so they wouldn't hurt uh, you know, any more villagers or kill any more livestock or whatever. And uh, they seemed uh, pretty pissed off that she locked them up. Yeah, they've gone wild. So we don't know if she has control over them. And if she doesn't have dragons, we're not sure if she can you know, take over Westeros without the power of the fire that the dragons breed. So uh, it's a great setup. Uh, The whole episode was set up for what we are to see. I thought it was great. You know, what more do you need? And uh, just what a great job HBO is doing, eh, with these shows. Uh, Veep has come back and Silicon Valley has come back. Uh, both, Both hilarious. Yep, Silicon's always good. Uh, Veep, I could do without. I don't know why you won't I, give it a chance. I, just, I don't care about uh, Elaine, okay? Her cast of characters around her are... Uh, I know, I've seen a bunch of episodes. It's just, I don't have time, and I just, I can't invest in her anymore. She's more delivering the setup than the punchline. It's everyone around her gets the joke, so you can't use that argument. Uh, everyone else gets the punchlines. Like she's the setup. Everyone else gets the punchlines because they are so fast and witty and it's, uh, it's really, and it's over quickly. Like it's 20, 22 minutes or something, man. Sounds like 30 rock. 30 rock. Uh, no, that's crap. Veep, give it a try. You think 30 rock is crap? Yeah. Cause I can't stand what's her face. In anything she does. Yeah, but she's just a setup, and then the other guys around take the punchlines. Okay, but uh, That's why she I did the comparison. She wrote the show, and I don't like her. <sighs> no, I don't care about her either, so I'm not going to really fight you on that one. Good. Her name's not worth mentioning. She that shall not be named. <laughs> And uh, I started Daredevil on Netflix, like just started the first 10 minutes, and then my feed cocked out on me. Uh, but that looks really promising, dude. Really? I'm still not getting Netflix, so I don't care. Well, you can find it online if you want. And, that, uh, that I will download. Last Man on Earth, I got to say, is still rocking it. it keeps uh, throwing some twists out there. Um, hilarity ensues. Um, oh, really enjoying it. I'm really enjoying. It. Like you gotta download these and get caught up. Because, although, what did you say the the actress in it was? Well, which show are you actress? talking about now? Uh, Last Man on Earth. You saw her do a Nerdist podcast, and you just looked at her and said, "I don't remember who it was." Uh, you just said. I'm not listening to this one because she's hideous. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't remember who it was, but. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Give her a chance. 
She's really funny. She's no Kobe uh, Smal- Smalders. What? I said she is no. I, I heard you. I don't know who the reference is. Kobe, what the 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 Avengers uh, girl that we saw today, oh. uh, who has the new photo shoot on on the magazine where she's smoking. Yeah, you know the girl from uh, How I Met Your Mother. Yeah, yeah. I don't like her in Avengers. I think she she doesn't uh, fit in. I wasn't it. commenting on her acting in Avengers at the moment. Oh, okay, sorry. It was yep. her uh, very nice photo shoot. Anyway, check her out, guys. Do a Google search on Colby Smalders. And, uh, yeah. All right. Um, Can I talk about something? Yeah, quickly, man. Oh. All right. <laughs> oh, no. Go ahead. Well, you, you you were touching on how um, you know good on HBO for putting out good quality programming. Uh, Sci-Fi wants to do the same. Uh, found an article entitled "More Space Operas, Less Sharknado." Oh, uh, the network wants to shift away from from broad dramas and B movies to its genre roots as it attempts to find the next Walking Dead or Game of Thrones. We want to be the best science fiction channel that we can possibly can be. And in some respects, that means going back to the more traditional sci-fi fantasy that fans often say they feel we've exited. Uh, I agree. Wholeheartedly. They're, they're going to attempt to broaden their reach with shows like the short-lived Alphas. Uh, AMC's The Walking Dead remains the biggest series on TV in the key 18 to 49 demo. FX's American Horror Story regularly scores more Emmy nominations than any series. And Game of Thrones has attracted such a fervent fan base, HBO was filling Brooklyn's Barclays Center for its March 20 premiere. Uh, nevertheless, sci-fi's ratings are among the more consistent on cable. So, um, Brass has high expectations for the network. Uh, and it has not had a celebrated and commercial breakout since Battlestar Galactica wrapped up in 2009. Yeah, can you believe that? Like, that's disappointing. Invest in sci-fi. Like, the it's pretty ripe out there. I don't get it. That's where the genre's going. So, um, let's get uh, some more Farscape out there. Absolutely. The cable network. Um, Hasn't aired a miniseries since 2009, and they're eyeing a November launch for a show called Ascension, which is a thriller about a murder aboard a 100-year voyage from Earth. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah, that show's already aired on the CBC. Ascension? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, they had some kind of special miniseries, and I believe that's what it was called, and that's what it was about. Was it any good? I didn't watch it. I just saw the commercials during hockey games. Wait a minute. Why would the CBC have that? I don't know, dude. Why wouldn't they? It's not like the sci-fi channel to fund things solely on their own. When was the last time they did that? I couldn't tell you, man. I haven't followed up on them. Like Battlestar was a co-production, and uh, they aired the In the Flash, which was co-production. Uh, a lot of Canadian. Are you co-pros. sure it was Ascension? Maybe it was a different Ascension. No, obviously I'm not sure because I just throw stuff out there, as our listeners know. But uh, sometimes I hit it. 
And I think uh, I'm right on this. I'm pulling this from the Hollywood Reporter, which has learned that sci-fi has given the green light to Ascension. It sounds like they haven't even uh, started to do it yet. Well, it, well, they don't admit that Orphan Black is funded by you know Canadians. They just say BBC all the time. Hmm. So I'm just pulling up now uh, Ascension on CBC uh, episode six. I don't know if it's the same show, but I mean, is there a description? You know, it has what's her face from Battlestar, the uh, sexy Cylon there. Oh, the blonde. Yeah. And it's got your favorite actress from uh, the listener on there. The detective short hair. Oh no. <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's super Canadian. Maybe it's not, maybe it's a different thing, but it is, is called this, Ascension. This Ascension I'm talking about takes place on a century long space shuttle journey, right? Is this, you got a description there? Not really. It's a episode guide. Huh. That's crazy. But anyway, I thought that was interesting. It's nice to see that, um, you know, all we have here in Canada is obviously uh, space, which pulls a lot of its programming from sci-fi, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, well they partner with them a lot, too. So you why, know, I, why, why instead of just having everything come across, uh, you know, with movies, with all these, you know, fantasy and mar uh comic action heroes and space adventures. Why not? Why not bring it back to television? I think that's a good idea. Totally. Well, an easy one for me, I would say is to, uh, what was the channel in the UK that had in the flash? Was it sky? Yeah. Sky sky productions. And they couldn't fund another season. So why not sci-fi just continue with that? It's, it was a great show. It's a, it's a, yeah, but would it have the same production value as a BBC production? Sky yeah. or sky. Sorry. Yeah. I don't know. Cause you know, the, you know, that British programming always tends to have a different feel than something North American, right? Yeah. Like that's, that's why I enjoy it so much. Like I was telling you, A&E now airs the returned, which is, uh, the exact same, copy of that show we watched in French called uh, whatever it was called in French and it's like uh, word for word just done American style and it just looks weird because hmm. it doesn't have that rural European feel to it yet it's shot that way it's just strange anyways uh, we're getting on man I hate to wrap it up because there's so much more to talk about. I have so much more clips. Uh, I'll give you one one more thing. Go ahead. So much. No, I'm I'm listening. No, I'll give us one more thing. I'm done. Oh, I wanted to just uh, bring up. You know, we're doing these remote recordings more. Uh, actually, this is only our third one, is it? Yep, third. And we do have some folks out there, some guys who want to guest with us on here, and we can do it remotely, but. Uh, We've been behind the ball lately trying to get our schedules organized that we haven't been able to call on people. So hang in there. Uh, Nest Romancer, we definitely want you on. And uh, 
when we get our act together and have a good enough schedule to book you in advance, we, I was going to reach out to you uh, 24 hours ago and say, like, uh, we finally have a time. Are you ready in 24 hours? But I thought that'd be rude. So holding off until we can, uh, you know, give good notice. I think Rambox has uh, said he wants to join us as well. And that'll be fun, putting him through the paces. Yeah, certainly with a little bit of uh, another reason too. I don't didn't want to just bring um, Nestromancer on right away. You know, twenty four hours notice is, you know, it, it'd be nice to have a little bit of prep work and, and not just, you know, it's nice to have a, you know, proper questions to ask since we don't really know, you know, we haven't talked to him personally that that much or anything like that, right? Uh oh, did I lose you? I don't know. It might have recorded fine, but uh, I'm ready. I'm ready for Nestromancer. I'm prepared. I know you aren't because you don't prepare for anything, but I'm ready. Well, I do. I just don't have time. You got <laughs> to give me time to uh, prep for the guy. Well, that's on our docket. Uh, of course, we should be recording in the room together this next one, right? Hopefully, maybe not. Mm. Yeah, we're just we're gonna have to push. Uh, I don't want to get into fucking details on thing, but yeah. Nah, we got to keep things on the down low. But basically, it'll, be, it'll probably uh, be a week before we do our next record. Shit, I'd like to get ahead a little bit because this sucks. Well, but, you're on vacation, man. What are we gonna do? Don't worry about uh, it. Yeah. Okay. Gives me That's time it, to do, gives me time to do the YouTube uh, shoot. Yeah, I would love to see some content from you. Yeah. So again, guys, give us a follow us on Twitter at STC Pod, and please check us out uh, on our webpage. Just go to stcpod.com. All right. Thanks a lot. Post it and post it.